brother. Oh, What's up? This is a hey, big party, it, man. Yeah, I brother, dig like, it. Stop right on. <laughs> Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Welcome to the Free Game Podcast featuring your host David, and this song is Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? Shout out to Marvin Gaye, a R&B legend. It was only right to play a throwback on y'all, so you know I had to do it. But, <laughs> but um, for the topic for today's episode is mental health in the black community. Uh, throughout this episode, I would discuss how I'm protecting my mental health during these chaotic times. Uh, how African-American mental health is deeply infected by consistent systemic oppression and how it feels to be an African-American in this society. But before we dive into this episode, I have two guests with me as well. One of my guests is formerly known as TK. And you know, TK, that's my brother, man. Like, TK is such a positive and realistic dude. It was only right to get him on this episode to deliver. And another guest I have today is Bree. Shout out to her, man. Shout out to Bree. That's my dog, for real. Like, Brie is so cool, she's funny, and she's intelligent. Like, while you listening to her, you're going to feel that you can relate to it because everything she said is realistic. So, um, I'm happy that I'm able to get her on this episode today. So, tune in with us on the Free Game Podcast. Welcome to the Free Game Podcast featuring your host, David. I hope everybody's feeling good today and seeking positive energy. Also, I hope everybody's been enjoying the weather where they are located at. Uh, I know I've been. I'm back in the city. Shout out to Cincinnati as always. But man, we back at it again. And before we dive in to today's episode, um, I have two guests with me today. One familiar guest that have been recording with and also a new special guest that we have on today's episode. So I'm going to let her introduce herself for today. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead and man. give them. Oh, man. I'm <laughs> not good. I, I let everybody else do this. I'm not good. I mean, you know, I'm no big breeze, you know. You know how I'm coming. You got the drum roll. Like, some of y'all may know me from the lovely Goat House Weekly podcast, but if you don't, you need yeah. to go get hip. Yeah. We coming back soon. We took a hiatus. It's, it's, right we had to rebrand, get our and life together. Mental health. But yeah. you know, we, we about to be back and yeah. better. So yeah. y'all definitely gonna have to check that out. But yeah, I'm here with it. You know, we, we about to we about to get into it. Yeah. Um go ahead, man. Hello, you know, I'm back <laughs> once again, you know, Tyler, aka TK host of the Umbrella Podcast, and I also co-host it with my guy Kilo on the Sports Horizon Podcast. Yes, sir. And, you know, I'm here co-hosting again with him again with the Free Game Podcast, so yeah, we, let's get to it. And we back at it. So, with everything going on in the world, how are you guys protecting your mental health during times like this? Hmm. 
It's it's kind of hard to. It's hard to. I think you have to know your limits. You have to know. It's. It, I feel like times like this are especially important to know your boundaries, know your safe spaces, know when enough is enough. So for me personally, like I, I took in a lot of social media, a lot of Twitter, a lot of Instagram, a lot of everything. So like Tumblr too. Like I don't know if y'all still be on Tumblr, but they be going in there. I don't 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 it might have been like last week. I had to literally delete every app. I'm like, okay, wait. I deleted every single app. Wow. I like wanted to throw my phone because I was just. It was just. It was. It was a lot, and I'm an empath, so yeah. I feel everything, and that right. was just. It was suffocating, and I'm just like, nope, not gonna do it. I deleted Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. It didn't stay deleted for long, but like, I'm like, nope, I gotta at least do a day. Yeah. So it was just like. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, yeah. And I can say the same too. Like, like you know, I be on Twitter a lot, but probably like the past couple, like week or two or a couple of days, I just been like mellowing it out. Like, I can't be on it all the time. Cause it just get a, it just get toxic mm-hmm. or just exhausting. Just talking about the same thing over and over again, seeing the same things over and over again. It, it get traumatizing after a mm-hmm. while. Like when I first seen um, George Floyd. It took me a while. To, it took me a while to watch the video. Like I read the news and yeah. everything, but it took me like a while to watch the stuff. video, and it took me a while to like talk about it or tweet about it. Cause like, I think like, I would say like Mike Brown or Trayvon Martin. That like, I feel like that kind of changed social media forever. Yeah, the way how true. it happened and the way how it would like distribute and had the way how things were, like, just in the society as far as, like, just being in the world or just, like, being in school. Because, like, when those things was going on, like... We were in high school. Right. We was in high school, and that was, like, them talks was going, like, going, yeah. like, in the classrooms. You can see, like, the divide and the tension between right. just the black the black students and the white students. Mm-hmm. And I think after that, like, I mean, I was, I used to be, like, a social justice warrior on high, in, like, in high school and especially on social media. I mean, I'm still, like proactive in that but I don't think I'm as crazy as I used to because I think I don't think it's because I don't care but it's more like I it's just got exhausting, exhausting to yeah. talk about it it's over exhausting. and over and over and over 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 again because like yeah. and it's like if it's you don't, hard if you don't you feel like if you don't put out enough you're not doing enough yeah, right. and then you feel like at any given point somebody's gonna jump yeah. down your throat like right. why aren't you talking about right, it exactly. well hold on I need a minute because yeah, this is a, a lot to process so I used to be on it so yeah. something happened hey yeah well, Hey, what, what happened? Right. What happened? Right. But now I'm just like I gotta digest like what just happened and just then talk about it. But it, it's hard to talk about. It's it's hard to protect yourself. So I feel like just stepping away from social media for like a couple hours or mm-hmm. just a day or two. Right. Mm-hmm. That's been helping me a lot. Cause if I've been on it, if I be on it every day, I'll probably be like, I probably probably one never spoke up about it at all. Right. So. Yeah, I can no, I can agree with you on that. Like I've been taking social media breaks and just trying to get outside and just trying mm-hmm. to get some fresh air because I'm telling you, like being on social media right now, it's too it's too traumatizing. Yeah. Like, man, 
every single second you scroll down your feed, you seeing another one of us getting killed. Yeah. You know, for no reason. Like, and it's just like, man, it gets to the point that you get numb to it. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's a scary, that's yeah. a scary yeah. point. Like, Cause like, it's like, you don't know how you're supposed to feel at this point. Right. Are we, are we supposed to be really, really mad? Right. Or are like, are we supposed to, like, are we supposed to process it and be sad and mourn yeah, right. like what are we especially with Breonna Taylor right. and that situation still not being resolved those officers still not being arrested you're still seeing that and it's just like right yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. she didn't she was asleep right. in yeah. her home right. that's crazy asleep she, she gets crazy man she's dead and like and then just like finding out more information knowing that you know her mother was told that she was at the hospital when her body was in her bed and she right. was laying there yeah and oh, her I mom I, I just i was on twitter crazy, and found this bro. out i was on twitter and found it out and i'm like reading it and it's just like they told her that Brianna had been taken to the hospital. Her mom waited at the hospital for two hours the whole time. Wow. She's in her bed. Yeah. Left there. They left her there. And it's just like, just everything about that situation, just it hurt me as a black woman. That's yeah. what I don't get. Like, they would shoot, but they don't try to revive or help. So are right. you, are you, are you, a, uh, are you protecting us or are you are a murderer? Right. Literally. This this really? this kind of off topic, but I think about everyone's Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah, you, okay. yeah. I, 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 a couple, nah, couple episodes. Nah, yeah, a couple episodes. Yeah. It was one episode like when it was a it was a it was a, a patient and he was on death row. And oh, he was okay. trying yeah, to kill was, himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Meredith was trying uh trying to like to say like let him go like he want to die he don't want to be here let him die because yeah. he was like dying but he was on death row at the yeah. same time. And Derry was like he was like uh. What? He was like, uh, I'm not a murderer. Exactly. I'm a, I'm, 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 I'm My a, job I, is to help, to help him. Yeah. To help him. I don't like, care what he going right. to do. He gonna, if he going on death row, I'm going to help him to stay alive and whatever happens, happens. I'm not yeah. going to kill him, let him mm-hmm. kill himself and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I thought about that. So, like, you know, uh, you helping us or you a murderer? So, I mean, like, they shoot plenty of, uh, you know, black people that's for, like, Petty situations, yeah. like uh, broken tail light, literally right. nothing. Some weed, like, yeah. Nothing. It's <laughs> people, bad check, yeah. Right. And people yeah. like nothing. killing like nothing. a whole a whole group of black folks in a church, and they getting away in Burger King, yeah. Walking alive free, uh, like, I don't and get it's that. Just like, <laughs> and then, like I have so at my at one of my jobs, I have a you know I have a white coworker, and her son was murdered by black kids, yeah, and. That's unfortunate. And, right. You know, I hate that that happened to her. Right. Rest in peace. But she, and this was last summer, so I was at work yesterday, day before, and she's talking and she was like, I'm just so tired of hearing about Black Lives Matter wow. because black kids killed my son, so like, mm. what's the difference? And just a bunch of other stuff. And I'm just looking at her and I'm like... I'm. Huh, yeah, did I'm, we miss what color yeah, I was? Yeah, yeah. Like, did we miss the that? Is like, get, I'm like, they gonna get charged. I'm like, do you, do you, did you miss this? Because right. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm a black person not, and I'm a black woman. Right. And that's not. I had to go sit in my car. I had to go sit in my car because I wanted to hit her, but I'm like, no. Yeah. I can yeah. just get her fired. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What am I really gaining from that? But yeah. it's just like to know, like, th- they're never gonna get it. And right. just like for her to say that showed me like they don't care. Right. They don't care. Yeah. She because then she had to back it up with I'm not a racist. My closest friends yeah, are that. black. Yeah. I'm like I, I I'm like can you please stop talking to me? Cause I don't <laughs> I, I don't that. care. Yeah. Like 
I don't care. And then just to, like, see, get back on social media, just, like, you know, like, checking it every now and yeah. again, just to see people saying, like, you know, and we're this and we're that. It's just like, what? What? Yeah. And it's just not, it's, because people of color and black people are not interchangeable. It's not the same. Like, there are people of color that are more racist than white people. So it's yeah. just like, seeing all of that and then hearing her say that, it just makes you very resentful. Yeah. And it's just like, for me, my grandmother is white. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, for me, I, I'm, I admit it ain't a lot, but I have a little sliver of white in me. So it's just like, right. yeah. I'm not ever going to say that I hate a race or that I don't like them, but it's just like, it's tiring. Yeah. It's tiring, yeah. and it's just like you have a bias toward them. You have a resentment that builds up, builds up, builds up, and then you're seeing it everywhere. You're yeah. just seeing how they act towards situations that they're never going to understand, and you right. see their privilege coming out, and yeah. it's just it's sickening. And you're yeah. just like, well, what am I supposed to do with this information? Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, okay, you know Plus, what? Plus, like when the roles reverse, they like when black cops do what white cops are doing like they right now they, they get charged immediately right. there's no yeah. discussion like no hey I'm gonna let it like be chill at home months later I get charged for it no they get charged immediately so that right. that's the biggest they difference between the two yeah and back with the social media aspect man it's just like with social media in our generation we have really put you know Twitter on a high pedestal to where we find out about information so it's like really twitter is our daily news feed mm-hmm. to our generation oh, talking about and that's where you have to have you gotta you pick your poison and i say this with you either gotta stay on twitter during like during times like this mm-hmm. and digest all the trauma mm-hmm. or you gotta get off of it and be disconnected right and that's, it's like and that's so when the conflict is. yeah that's but the it's the biggest conflict yeah that's like. the biggest conflict because i'll be like okay i want to get off twitter but then it's like it might be some new information I and I want to stay in a yeah. circle. You feel me? It would be important. It would be people talking about like curfew. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about the curfew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get any messages to my phone. So it's like, okay, people are going on Twitter like Cincinnati has a curfew now. And I'm like, well, okay, now I need to know about that because if I go out, I might get pulled over. Yeah. And they and, taking you to jail. Yeah, they taking you to jail. They putting people on the ground. Like I'm seeing people telling other people telling me like yo you need to really stay in because the consequences is not gonna it's not gonna be good like i was i went to downtown last weekend and i seen all the swat cars out like they're really enforcing it like they're really not Mm -hmm. playing so it's like man social media is really like you gotta pick your poison like you gotta sit on here and see all the trauma that's being processed to your brain or you got to stay off social media and be disconnected. And I was just talking about that on my Snapchat. Like, I I use Snapchat, like, when I go on a rant because I don't try to put that on my Instagram. Because yeah. don't nobody care to listen to me talk. It's fine. Well, I'll be skipping through shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. skipping through stuff like, like that. I just, yeah. it's like, nah, I'll go on Snapchat. Somebody's going to watch it. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, being on social media, you're seeing people that are celebrating birthdays and stuff like that getting shamed like why are you talking about that and people black people are dying and it's like oh i get that and i understand that but if it's my 25th birthday i'm going to celebrate my 25th birthday and i'm going to tell y'all about it because this is my social media account and i'm just like you know like if you need to take a break and just de-escalate because you know it's a lot of hostility and especially if you're an empath you're going to feel exactly. all that anger you're going to feel 
all that because I feel it. But I'm not going to sit here and tell someone who's celebrating something that they can't celebrate it because this man got shot. I'm not yeah, right. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I have signed every petition. I have donated. I have done what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. So let it be that. And I just, like I had to start just tweeting, like just tweeting, like nothing about anything going on. But it's right. just like if if I can make somebody laugh, how some people have made me laugh, then I, that's what needs to happen. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like because you can have you're getting most of my timeline. Like you might get a couple of funny tweets, but you're gonna get yeah. Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, exactly. Trayvon Martin, and everything black, blackity right. black, black. That is my timeline, and I'm right. okay with that. Right. I'm absolutely fine with that. But right. if I see a tweet that's off the wall. I'm gonna like it and laugh at it because yeah. I need that and yeah, you that's, need that's, that. That's how and we need those yeah, breaks. That's how because, most people, yeah. black people, cope like exactly. just through laughter and that, yeah. that's how from past on slavery anything. That's, how, that's what they did. Like literally, right, how to cope and laugh and make some fun of it. It's so, just like it's kind of like a repeat. And it's repeat. very, it's very important to know your triggers as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when you know your triggers and you know when enough is enough. Like I had to call. A therapist last week Mm because at this point it's just like taking all of that in I'm like all right, I can't handle it anymore I need to find another way to deal with everything that's going on so I called I'm like can I schedule an appointment and that like if you have to go to therapy during this do that normalize it it's it's okay like you need to have a safe space to release if you're angry if you're frustrated if you're sad if you like you have to have a safe space and you're over unloading it on your friends right. is not going to be the validation that right. you need. You yeah. may need professional help. Yeah, especially yeah. times like this. People come to me like, hey, I'm going through it and this and that. I'm like, bro. I don't have bro, it. I, yeah, I, don't I, have it. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't have the sorry. mental space I'm to try, give you. I can't, I can give you I'm trying words. to get my own problems. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I can give you a couple like, words like, hey, like, yeah. I feel you, this and that, but like, hey, Like, just bro, keep your head I'm up. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted too. I'm right there with you. Like, I'm tired. We're all tired. So it's kind of like, hard trying to fake a smile through like everything right now right and like, people think that you have to have a mental illness to go to therapy like no, not at all. no. Right. if yeah. you need to just talk to somebody go people go that don't like their job right people right. go that because they don't even like their kids and they're sick <laughs> right. of it no, that's like true. that's fact you, like, yeah. That is facts. Yeah. You got to go. Like, just because you're not going to explain that to your friends and they're not going to look at you. Like, yeah, life no. Is right. Life is life. Life no. don't got to be yeah. mental. Just like, just don't, just like your life right now. You yeah. need somebody Literally. to talk to. Literally. So. And I feel like as black men too, we need to be more vocal about how we deal with our mental health don't because a lot of black men, I'm going to speak for a lot of black men, but we really just like, just cope with not telling anybody and yeah, just don't keep take everything our to self. Yeah, we don't take our mental health seriously. Like you know, we pass it off. And, and I feel like that comes from past generations of just OGs. enduring. Yeah, just enduring a lot of trauma that we just got to walk it off and continue going on about because our Because black men emasculate feelings. Yeah. And it's it's just like, you are a human being, not a right. robot. Yeah. yeah. Like and that's why half of y'all be so mad at everything and yeah. hate everything because you don't process anything right. yeah. until you process all that pent up trauma right. and especially during times like this because mm-hmm. y'all keep seeing black men be killed right. y'all yeah. keep seeing black men pinned down y'all keep seeing black men tore down so like yeah. you you feel all that because yeah. you are a black man you right. thinking that's me that's my brother that's my right. daddy that's whoever exactly. so it's just like y'all don't process things yeah. the way that y'all should y'all right. just be like y'all like y'all feel vulnerable for a half a second right. 
feel like you don't have a safe space when in the meantime you got all this safe space to talk and be vulnerable and be okay and just be like nah 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 it's cool I don't want to feel that and see that comes from see as black men we feel like if we're being vulnerable that shows the signs of weakness and that's not true and it yeah that's not true but it's like coming from past generations you're supposed to be the man in the house are you supposed to be the alpha dog? So you're supposed to be strong at all times. Just and, we, even with slavery. And, you feel me? Yeah, and I don't, yeah. I don't, I never understood why people equate feeling with weakness, because the the more you feel, the stronger you become. Yeah. Okay. And that's what people don't realize. Like you're not weak for having feelings. If you need to cry it out. Yeah. You gonna bounce back after that cry. You gonna feel like yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm back. And then you gonna find that drive. You're gonna find that passion. You're gonna find it. Like I never understood why that. And that's black people as a whole. Uh-huh. Like because if we're if we're if we show emotion, we're labeled angry. Right. If we show emotion, we're labeled this, that, and the third. And that's no, that's not that's not synonymous with each other. Like yeah. weakness and feelings are not synonymous. Like no, and that's why it's just like you know seeing all of this and people are like I don't know how to feel I don't know like how to do this and you just feel it Right. you have to feel it Right. you have to feel it to be able to cope right. with it mm-hmm. you can't shun it you right. can't put it away you can't bottle it up because I'm the queen of that and it just yeah. does nothing yeah. but that's backfire not, I, that's right. I am too yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't yeah. do anything but make you feel worse yeah. than you did before right. you had it happen to right. you because it took me years to release my pent up aggression I, I, honestly I feel like my mental health is better Like, so if you listen to this if you're a black woman black man Please go out and talk to your friends, man. That doesn't show. That doesn't show any signs of weakness, man. Talk to somebody who's gonna listen to you, and help you, you know, get better with your mental health. If that's therapy, if that's close friends, if that's family, wherever you need to do, you know, the people that you allow to get in your safe space, so you can be able to release all that. Because, man, we don't need that as as black people at all, man. We need all positive energy as that we can get because we endure so much. And past generations and I think even that you know that comes from systemic oppression you know mm-hmm. all the things that we're dealing with man because it's like seeing somebody like you you know get taken away from their family get pent out you know pushed down on the ground and you screaming for your last breath and they don't care at all and they get killed it's like wow right. <clears throat> you, you start to think like man you know, this isn't, this isn't the same things that, you know, people in slavery, you know, like, or, you know, the situations that we go through, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful for my our ancestors because, you know, a lot of people say, like, we aren't like our and ancestors. And that's, that's right. false. Like, it, it's, it's yeah. correct because we're not doing what they did. But they paid a lot of waves exactly. for they us. So we should be very thankful exactly. for our ancestors because... There are the reasons why we are free today. There is the reasons why we can go to school, you know, Wait. all those things. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, hold on. First of all, we I know we see a lot of trauma on social media, but we can get off of that. These people mm-hmm. back in the day, in the 1800s, you seeing your, your brother get they taken really, away yeah, to really Alabama. Are. You seeing your mother get raped. You, you exactly. seeing your sister getting killed and mm-hmm. sold off like... No, that's any comparison. No, you so, watching their skin tear yeah, open with a really exactly. They really in the field and they're working twenty four hours a day. And for you to say they, that, that's they, so they disrespectful. Really, they had no social media. They really marching state, right. states to states. Exactly, <laughs> and they finding happiness in this. Right, they finding some sort of happiness, some sort of comfort, and it's just like 
I could not live how they live. Exactly. There's no way. That's it's what I'm no saying. way. Exactly. It's, it, we it's, make, it's we make no changes way. too. Like they they made the uh they passed the uh Eric Garner law, no mm-hmm. choke yeah. codes. Uh, they passing like a couple laws. I they can't just think passed the Breonna Taylor, yeah, Breonna Taylor law. law. So we yeah. making changes. Like they they finally you know listening. I right. say. And what um, people have to understand on top of piggybacking off of what you said is that. Everything that we're doing, it's not going to... 400, 600, 1,200 years of all of this is not going to change in a month. Yeah, it's right. Gonna it's not going to change in a year. It took a while to take right. the like past can, laws. And, you, can right. demand, you can demand whatever you want. Right. You can demand everything, but you have to understand you can only do so much. Right. Yeah. We're going to have to instill it in our kids. Right. Better have to instill it in their right. kids. And we can't let it die. Right. You know, like, we're not always going to be around. Right. So we can, quote, unquote, start a revolution. But, like, Mm -hmm. unless we instill the good qualities of why this means so much and make people understand that, especially for people that have biracial children and Mm -hmm. all of that. That's the biggest one. You're not going to get anywhere. Right. You're not going to get anywhere. And people that have biracial children as well have to not drown out one right. culture over another. Right. If right. you are black and white, you need to understand both sides. Both sides. Right. Regardless. Yeah. If you, yeah. Even the harsh happy, reality yeah. of both sides. Right. Like, yeah. They have to understand that. Mm-hmm. Even if you're Afro-Latina, like, you have to understand both sides because what happens in that part of the world is different than this yeah. part of the world, but it's right. still there's still issues. It's still meaningful though. It's right. not like, just in right. America. So it's like not. the third world countries, like, protests for, like, for, like, what's really going on over here, that's kind of like, really like powerful and insightful because mm-hmm. like this they said it's the biggest protest ever yeah right so because yeah. people are tired <laughs> right. like everyone's tired right. but it's then not again, just... i don't know like i'll be thinking about why now though Facts. like why not like trayvon mike right. sandra like why now is because like we just stuck in a crib or right. are you just bored because or, like, with the quarantine know. and everything that's going on people don't have a choice but to look at it right right you don't have a choice yeah. but you can't ignore it yeah it's going to be in your face when you turn on the news. It's going to be in your face when you check your Instagram feed. Yeah. It's going to be on your Netflix. It's on right. your Hulu. It's on your Prime. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't get away from it. So you have no choice but to sit down and be like, all right, maybe I need to check myself. Right. All right, maybe I need to look at it for what it really is. Like right. You have no choice. Yeah, because yeah, before, I've seen a lot of people that have diverse views on the past, but now they be like, hey, Black Lives Matter this, this and that, this mm-hmm. and that. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's how you feel now. Right. I'm happy to see that, but like, why now? Like, why wasn't you just like this and a couple my years ago when we were in high school and this and that? Why are you feeling like this my now? My biggest right. thing with Cincinnati is that we did not have the same energy for Sam DeBose. Yeah, and and that's and that's like that's where I was just like, okay, pay that man three hundred k. Right. I'm glad that we're doing this, but did y'all see what happened here? Right. Like, nobody protested for him. Nobody yeah. put their foot down for him. And that was in our city. Right. That was UC. I mean, we protested. We protested, but it wasn't. But it wasn't yeah, it wasn't yeah, right, on right. a grand scale. Right. Like, it was that little. Because I remember, I was right. down there for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, that, like, I go to that school. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just yeah. like, that, just knowing that that happened and that his kids are still dealing with that and just then it's a trigger mm-hmm. for them yeah. for all of this other stuff. It's just like... And the officer, he's still out chilling. Right. Got chilling. Paid. I heard, I heard he got week after he got After the week, he, he killed Sandu both. They said he was at the bar. Like, uh-huh. none of that. <laughs> and that just... Right. That is hey, that's crazy. That's and that's what people... People me. gotta understand. It's not only that we have to start with the police, bro. It's more than that. It's... With, you know, judges giving African-Americans mm-hmm. unlawful mm-hmm. senses... 
for life sentences for <laughs> minor offenses. Mm-hmm. You feel me? For minor crimes, yep. it's African Americans getting substandard health care in the hospital. People mm-hmm. are dying. Women especially are dying. Black yeah, women. like especially especially Fact. black women are dying in the hospitals due to substandard care. Man, that's sad. Like, I don't ever want to believe you. Right, I'll like, be feeling like that too. I, like I'd be going to urgent care. So I'm like, I'm feeling like this and that. Oh, I think it's just uh, something right. minimal. They I'm don't like, take bro. it serious. Yeah, they don't take it serious. And they definitely don't take your right. mental health serious. They don't take your mental health. They definitely because I, when I was first diagnosed with all of my stuff, my doctor, which was a white doctor. Yeah. definitely tried to downplay like well you're dealing with this and this so maybe it's just I'm like sir I've been dealing with this since I was six right, right. you're not gonna sit here and tell me that it's yeah. circumstantial right. like and I'm in here I'm in here yeah I wouldn't be in here if it was just situational like he tried to make a joke out of it and I'm like yeah I'm good do, they, like, do you right. feel like they try to put you on meds immediately or oh he definitely did he definitely did but oh, see, I don't like that and it's just like they don't try to listen to you to figure out you know okay here's the history like he wanted to diagnose me with x y and z and then yeah. be like Okay, well, well, I don't know. I don't have enough information for that because so how you how you know this is what this is right? Because I remember when I went to like uh, first I went to therapy. Mm -hmm. She just diagnosed me with a bunch of stuff. I'm like, bro, it's the first session. Like you like you're but like you're so me. You're a social work major. Mm -hmm. I'm a social work major. So you already know we're taught to point out right. x y and z when we are doing our assessment right so it's just like for i was a psych major as well throwback thursday way back when but like, i was saying it, way <laughs> it's like okay they 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 go in even more depth of okay when psych you, is more critical if you yeah. peep this this is this and it's just like bro what like you're not about to tell me there's 75 things wrong with me yeah, right. it's only just yeah, my, five and yeah. i know what they are like yeah. my therapist told me that i went to the doctor she was confused like why is she trying to do this to you like like this don't make sense like why is she trying to put you on straight meds and mm-hmm. she barely you know like before, talk to you or diagnose with you and meds yeah. ain't for everybody, right. it was not for everybody at all. they ain't for me so i don't feel like i need i need i just need someone like the Somebody I really don't know to talk to and just yeah. to vent to and like help them like cope with things as far as just like anxiety and like right. depression and stuff like that. I don't think I don't need meds because and a lot of people is comfort like you're not comfortable with a white psychiatrist, you're not comfortable with a white therapist, yeah, and all that. And it's just like I get that because I definitely have a black woman therapist yeah. now, but it's shout just, her out because some people need to know that. Yeah, um, shout her out. Her name is um, especially in the Cincinnati area. Her name is. Oh, what is her first name? I know her last name is Youngblood, so <laughs> yeah. I I just be out of it because I haven't seen her yet. Yeah, but she is at a Sound Mind Counseling. It mm. is in Hartwell. Okay, it's down the okay. street from my house. Yeah, um, they accept most type of insurances if you need that. I'm not yeah. sure what out of pocket it costs, but um, yeah, just call up there. You Google it; it'll pop right up and. I know like four people that go there, so it's a very good center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I know a lot of people in the city be asking, like, is there any black therapists and this and that? It was a thread, I forgot from where I posted it. Yeah. It was a yep. whole thread about yep. black therapists in Cincinnati. It's a lot. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bunch, a bunch. Because mm-hmm. the therapist was, was just a white lady, but she was cool, though. Like, she yeah. said she went through things herself so she can be relatable. Um, I mean, she helped with a lot. So, but they can only understand so, so much. Exactly. You feel me? 
Uh, like there's a limit. There's yeah, a yeah, limit. There is a limit. It's yeah. just like okay, yeah, you get this, you but, get the superficial yeah, but part. You can't really like empathize, yeah, mm-hmm. because you never really like went through it. So exactly, it's kind of hard. Exactly. Yeah, and we just gotta man, we just gotta keep moving forward, and plus, putting people like us and in, into higher places, like. Like I was saying before, man, just like with, you know, with the health healthcare and then like with white people going around thinking they can just kill us and get mm-hmm. rewards for it. Like, and you just, it's just so crazy how the system is so corrupt that, you know, for a long time it's been, the system was built to subjugate people of color, minorities. Absolutely. You feel me? And just now, like, man, you, you move somebody, a politician into a higher position who influenced and spread bigotry and hatred. And now it's like policemen feel like they can just kill us for no reason. Mm-hmm. People who don't have any type of jobs or anything can just kill us for no reason. Like, it's just it's just sad, bro. And white women can victimize black right, men. Right, mm-hmm. victimize, right. And you just got to see a lot of people, even with the police part, man, a lot of people don't under, don't know this, that... The origins of police come from slave patrols. Mm-hmm. Like they don't understand that. Right. So like mm-hmm. back in seventeen hundred, like slave patrols started in South Carolina, and the purpose of slave uh, patrols was to control the behavior and movements of enslaved pro- populations. So like some of their responsibilities was to like track runaway slaves, return them to their owners organized terror to deter slave revolts, you know, mm-hmm. enforce curfews like today, mm-hmm. check travelers for permission pass and, you know, catch those assembling without permission and prevent any form of organized resistance, things mm-hmm. that you see today. So right. some of these still, you know, some of these practices are still Everything being implemented into today's police right. department. Yeah. So you got to think about it. If, you know, majority of these white supremacists that are funding the police department, they're going to keep the same policies Facts. for over years. Facts. You feel me? And do nothing and to respect. Yeah, do <laughs> nothing. Like, like, people don't spit. understand it. That's what I'm saying. Do, so do you think when they say, you know, they have that catchphrase to serve and protect, is it really serve and protect all people? Or is it really serve and protect people that look just like you? Right. People Our that pain. look just like right. you. Right, because why, if it's serve and protect for all people, why is it one race that feel like they can call the police for their problems anytime they see a, a person that doesn't look like them. Right. You feel me? Yeah. When it's supposed to be for everybody. And that's, that's why. That's another law, too. Yeah. That's right. what they're trying to implement, uh, implement is somebody's called for something like, hey, I see a black person doing something. That's a crime. That's a hate crime. Right. Exactly. It's a hate crime. And exactly. that should have been instilled. It shouldn't <laughs> right. have taken yeah. to see Karen calling right. the police, choking out her dog right. on a black man. Like Exactly. What? Like right. that, y'all y'all should have been updated that system, and that's why black people won't call the police in situations of danger. Right. We're not gonna be believed. Right. We're not gonna be looked out for. We're not gonna be cared about. Right. That's and another thing I find interesting too is like, uh, like the more the cops that went to school for like criminal justice, like that that are like that's our state troops. You never yeah. see no man in situations, but not the cops that like went to academy for like six months, doing the main one that's in situations as far as like. You know, killing an unarmed black man—you never see that's—you never see be, a state troop. It'd be right. rookies, like five-year yeah. vets, right. seven-year like vets. Like, it's right. just yeah. like, what are y'all? What? Right. Yeah, I mean, like, that's that show. If you get more education yeah. with the with the criminal justice, you never right. end up in a situation like that. But y'all letting guys 
six months to train it out on the field with exactly. a gun, taser. Yeah. Like, they need, to, like, they need they to sociology courses, yeah, psychology right. yeah, courses. Yeah, like, courses. Like, all right. of them. You never see that with state troopers or anything like that. So, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, because how does it feel, like, for y'all personally to be a black person in this society? I'm tired. Like, I'm tired. for you, Bri? Like, for me, it's just, it's it's exhausting because it's, like, every day you wake up and you have to fight. Like, when I'm in the point to where I'm married and with a kid, especially if it's a son, if everything is still going on, I have to worry if my son's going to come home from football practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to worry about if my husband is going to get shot for being himself. Like, yeah. it's just, like, as a black woman, and that and that's the thing, like, a black woman in today's society is so different. And mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like black men somewhat have a shorter end of the stick because y'all are men. So y'all are automatically looked at as a threat. Yeah. Y'all are automatically, y'all are a threat. It yeah. doesn't matter if you've done nothing. You talk because people look at y'all and see dominance. Yeah. People look at y'all and see like you, you the man in the room. So they get scared. And that's why the guns come out. Yeah. So it's just like, as a, as a black woman, we're worried about y'all. We're worried about this. We're worried about that. We worried about everybody. And we're deemed strong when really we're just traumatized. Mm, yeah. We got to pull off the weight of the world and we're we're tired. You yeah. know, like we don't nobody look out for us the way we look out for them. Right. Not all black men do that. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, you found your safe place in a woman and you unloading and unloading and unloading and unloading, but what are you what what are you what are you giving her? Right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I you, she got to go to her homegirl because she's like, man, like he just he won't listen. He's not yeah. understanding. He doesn't try to understand. But we don't we don't have to try to understand because we get it. We yeah. understand. Yeah. We want to protect all of y'all. It's not just one. Mm-hmm. It's not like when I seen George Floyd getting murdered with that knee in his neck. I cried because in my mind, I thought about all of my male friends and I have a lot. Yeah. I thought about my brothers, yeah. my nephew, yeah. my cousins, my grandfather, yeah. my father. Like yeah. it's just, it's, it, you, you're not just feeling for one, you feeling for every single one. Right. And we already feel, you know, like, you know how we always say black men, it's okay to be vulnerable yeah. because we know, like we know, and we want to be there for y'all. We want to do for y'all. So it's just like seeing all of this and then dealing with just being black. It's, it, it's tiring. Yeah. It is, because, man, being a black man in today's society, it's like, for me personally, it's constantly feeling emotions of fear and paranoia. Like, man, it doesn't matter what, you know, environment you go in. You always have to be self-aware around the people you're around. Mm -hmm. You know, you always have to be in your P's and Q's, because if you're not, then something bad can happen to you. And it's like, you can even be around your own neighborhood and bad things can happen to you. You you feel me? It's like, even with Amari, um, the dude, the Amari dude that was killed in Georgia just for jogging in this mm-hmm. neighborhood. Like, I, yep, man, that, that, yep. that made me so sad because it's like, man, I go jogging around my own neighborhood mm-hmm. and I could be the next person that's on the news. Right. You feel me? It's like, it's just sad because it's like, even today when I was passing out flyers for um, food that I want to, you know, sell tomorrow, I have to be aware of what I'm wearing. Yeah. You feel mm-hmm. me? So it's like, so people who don't look like me won't think I'm a threat. 
You know, mm-hmm. I gotta look friendly. I gotta put on some glasses. You know, and y'all just, just think, y'all like and just look at that. Like just that sentence alone. Right. We know how to separate being black and being black in America. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we know what not to say, what not to wear, what right. not to do, what not to look like. Not to say everything. Like right. it's been instilled in y'all and us how to respond to the police when you get pulled over. Exactly. That's exactly. not that's not okay. That's yeah. not normal. Yeah, first yeah. time I got pulled by pulled over by the police, it was probably the scariest scariest thing ever, honestly. And my mouth just went like straight dry. I couldn't even talk like <laughs> yeah. stuttering like yeah. yeah. Like I'm like scared to reach for my, my registration that's and insurance nice. in the good department. I'm like Like I my insurance was on my phone the first time I got pulled over, so I'm like, Can I grab my phone and show you? Like can yeah, I yeah. He was like, Yeah, go ahead. Like he was cool, he still gave me a ticket. But yeah. like it's just like to have to do that and be scared, like yeah. your breathe your anxiety right. is pure. Yeah. That's not okay. It's, it's right. not okay. It's, it's not, not okay. Because man, when I get I I haven't been pulled over by the police probably since the I know the first day of school. And I was put over on my own campus, and I was mm-hmm. still, you know, felt some fear because it's like, I don't know who's in that car mm-hmm. at all. You know, and where I'm at, where I go to, Sandra Bland was killed. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that area. Yeah. So everybody knows from PV who's listening, bro, Waller Police is not to play with. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you listen to them, and you go on about your day because you're trying to live to the next day. You're trying to Literally. live to the next hour. Like, I'm not trying to play any games. That's why... I, if I'm with anybody and they just doing too much it's while like, we being bro, pulled over, you would never roll with me again. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel me? Relax. Because it's like, man, I'm dealing with too much right now. And I'm like, I'm trying to not die by the police because yeah. they don't care, man. They don't. They don't. You feel me? Like, they feel like their life is in danger, but really our life is more in danger. You feel mm-hmm. me? If you're pulling me over for a speeding ticket, you shouldn't be that scared. You shouldn't be having your hand by your, you know, your gun holster. You feel me? And they like, be ready too. They, they be ready. That's what I'm saying. You <laughs> should up by the car, like, like peeking, like whatever. Like, what like, 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 like we should as African Americans have to record a video or go on IG Live so people can witness us being pulled over by the police by the same people that's supposed to serve and protect us. Does any other color do that? Yeah, that's what's so crazy about no. Arbery. Because that happened like in March. Man. And we didn't find about it out of right. April, April, May. It just passed Like month. what? If that one that we got recorded, yeah. we never heard of nothing about that's it. That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> like, like that's that so never got recorded. Nobody would know. It's like, dang, I can't even feel safe just to go in my own neighborhood and walk in job yeah. without being a threat. And people was making hoorah because Breonna Taylor's, they turned off the body cams. It shouldn't have to be recorded for y'all to know that she was done wrong. Right. It shouldn't have to be recorded for them officers to be arrested because there's more than enough evidence to charge them. And the boyfriend got arrested. 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 That's so crazy. For defending his house. That's so crazy about it. That's his house. He released now, but he should never got arrested in the first place. Like, it don't make no sense. It's right. just like for what? Because man, they killing us like we're animals. Like they getting awards off of it, mm-hmm. and George, that's how I feel like. George Floyd, killer, he he didn't get arrested till about right. two weeks after. Two weeks after, and he just got bailed out. Yeah, million dollar bond, ten percent. Like who who funded for that? Right, and that's like, the thing that's is so crazy. People don't even know, man. After two weeks after that, they had some um, homeowner going to his house, and he had cake. He had a KKK. Um, he had a KKK. What is it called? He had a KKK um, invitation. Mm-hmm. He had to sign wow. to be admitted into it. Posted mm-hmm. on his wall. He had that posted. 
He had KKK um, rug mats. You feel me? Like, a lot of these people that's being the police is from the KKK who yeah. hate us. That's facts. So I'm like, man, they need to reform Their goal be to quick. take right. somebody that's out. Half right. to put on. Right. Easy gig. That's an easy gig. I can kill folks who I want to. Right. Get off. And get, a, and get away with <laughs> it. Get off. Like, right. That's, and that's... And that's they, you are right. government workers. That's so you... <laughs> You invincible, you like more, where they got think. way more leverage than right. us right here. Most folks they killing that's in poverty and low income in neighborhoods. Right. So mm-hmm. like, they don't got the lawyers for it. They don't yeah. have the money for it. So they don't. Right. They can easily get off. They can easily get off, and it's like, man, just even from that aspect of, you know, with jogging in the neighborhood, just being separate. Where it's like another thing, you gotta always be twice as better as the next color. Mm-hmm. Like our parents always told us, man, you gotta do twice as good. Just to get in certain literally, positions. Literally. I'm still say that. Like, still say that <laughs> to this day. That's still why I go that. so hard, man. That. That's why I go so hard because, bro, they never going to give us anything, bro. And we got to work for everything. It'll even harder on yeah, women. Facts. You feel me? And it's like this. I never understood with women how, like, a black woman can be in a, you know, predominantly white space working and her silence can be, can be like, shown as aggression. Why is that? Like, I never understood it. Because the black woman... Like, she has an always, attitude. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. and that's, I hate that. Because hate that's that. what's always been portrayed on media. Especially... It's a stigma. Yeah. Right. Especially in the darker you are, the worse it gets. Right. And I never understood that. I don't know. Because Even with movies, too. I think that kind of make it, up. It, it, yeah. it, that's what made I'm saying. It, it like, worse. Right. that's what you're fed all your life, is that the black woman is angry, she's loud, she's ghetto, she's right. this, she's that. What? Right. And that, and it's it's just so it and it's crazy because when I tell people of my accomplishments and things that I do, it's a shock. Right. Like, oh wow, really? Yeah. Why is that a shock? Right. Yeah. Susie Carmichael over here is doing the same, same thing. thing. Right. Yeah. So why is it a shock when me. I do it? Right. Like, what do you what what am I supposed to? Am I supposed to just not right. fail? Yeah. Especially like growing up in a not, I wasn't even in a lower middle class family. I was, I'm from a poor family, so you know that makes it even harder because even still, middle middle class people, middle class black people, they still have more advantages than lower class and people like classism is a very big thing because there are black people that are not for their people if you're in the hierarchy of black people you look down mm-hmm. like i got a whole family member where and this isn't an immediate family member this is like this is an immediate family member so she got money right. she she made good money and her husband's an engineer like they got money yeah she don't talk to us wow we can't go around her and yeah. her little image and all that yeah Girl, by you, you, you from down, you from down away. Right. What do you I'm, mean? I'm not gonna real you. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah. You yeah. used to kick it in Washington Park before it was gentrified. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and it's just like there's a hierarchy with the classism. So it's like, a, a and me going to Howard, I saw it. It yeah. was very evident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You not seeing them? Right. Them people with they got they got new money, but they got old money too from their great grandparents. Mm-hmm. Because they're, you know, everybody's got stock. Everybody's got this. Everybody's got yeah. property. Like, you you can... It's very, very evident. Yeah, and it's just like, we have to address classism in the black community as well. Because you looking down on someone that lives in the hood. You looking down on somebody that live in the real gutter. Like, you... Right. You... No. 
you might hang, oh, that's my bro, but like you're not thinking like, yeah, I gotta have him right next to me. Mm-hmm. Like and that and it's just it's a very it's it's evident. It's evident. Like and it's just like, no, no, because if you're down here, you gotta work three times as harder than the black people that are already working two times as hard as the Ivy Leagues. Yeah. And it's just like it's 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 a never ending cycle. And right. it's just like, okay, okay. So it's just like, while we're working on this, there's so many issues in the black community that still have to be addressed. Mm -hmm. And until those are addressed, nothing's going to happen. And it's not even about having a business. It's not about creating generational wealth, which is nice. But let's be real, that's not a feasible option for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's not a feasible option. So buying black, that don't mean it's cheaper. Right. So you can buy black, but if you got a $78 whatever and, you know, Target Mm -hmm. got the same thing, it's just like, okay, well, it's not really going to matter because that $78 person, if you got this, this, and this, you can't shop with me. I I can't accept this. And then the etiquette in black businesses, and it's not, it's it's the customers too Mm -hmm. because you expect everything because you're entitled because you're black and they're black. It's just like, there's there's problems there, but the etiquette with some black businesses is they don't care. Like, they're not catering to their community. They're not catering to everyone and they just, because, oh, I got a business so now I'm going to toot my nose up and now I'm snooty. Mm -hmm. Huh? What? I can see that for sure. Like, what? Make it make sense. And it's just like me, I want to own property. Like, I want to be a landlord. I want to rent out, stuff like that, but... It, I'm still gonna have my community regardless. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you can give back and not be stuck up about it. You, you can give back else. and genuinely want to help. But it's just like the classism in our community as well. It's it's a problem. It's, it's a very too. big divide. Yeah. Just even with that, man. Just seeing like a couple of weeks ago when all the protests and start that people were you know looting and rioting black owned business, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why would you riot and loot your own people? We already at an economic disadvantage. It's gonna make it harder for somebody to start their business as being a black person. So why would you do it to your own people? That doesn't make any and sense. And then you also have to take into account that there's white people that went down there specifically. Yeah, that's true. To do that. Yeah. So it's like yeah. it could have been black people, but yeah. at the same I can't, time, I can't accept it was black at, people. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it's, them, it. we know like, that yeah, that's no. a black owned business. Like yeah. black coffee, and when I see yeah. that, I'm like, yeah. we all know. We all. That. I understand that. I understand that. But, but I, I definitely understand what you're talking about. It was out the yeah. way, too. That's on M. Yeah. Like, yeah. all this stuff was on man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you really got to go out the way to go to black coffee and black owned. Like, it's yeah. like mm-hmm. um, that was kind of like, um. But even, it's just like the the notion of, like, yeah. just knowing that black people do steal from yeah. our own mm-hmm. people. Yeah. You know, black people do kill on, yeah. our own people. I'm not trying to go into the black on black stuff because that's a myth. You feel yeah, me? That's... Created by a white supremacist. Yeah, but I'm just saying just knowing that. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Just, yeah. just, <laughs> just knowing, just, just no, knowing no, no. that. Black it, people will, like, steal your stuff to help you find Literally. Like, literally. <laughs> like, 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 just, dang, bro, you ain't see it? I ain't yeah. see it. I ain't see it. The whole time in their car, though. Like, the truck. The whole time in their car, the blanket. Like, man, that's crazy. Right. Just then you take it out your trunk and put it somewhere. Bro, I exactly. found it. I yes, right exactly there. Like. right there, bro. Just knowing. Because it's like, even, man, going back with, you know, just white people complaining about it. Y'all the same people that's complaining about Ryan Tenaloo in these communities. But y'all the same people that gentrify 
a whole black community. This whole country. OTR. It's, it's, it's people. <laughs> it's white people sitting in OTR right now, chilling, enjoying themselves, and all that. And that's not Six real. Six years ago, you, you used to not go to OTR. You not go to OTR. You not go to OTR. Hey, right. I catch you. I'm like, back you want to go there? You want to go there? I catch you, bro. But even still, OTR, you cross the wrong street. It's slow. Exactly. It's slow. It's slow. People walking they huskies, and I'm just looking like, oh, y'all comfortable. Right. Comfortable. <laughs> but that's you. You about the nonsense. That's not where you need to go. Yeah. And it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. The wrong y'all the same pink people that was rioting because you want to go to Great Clips. Right. And get a haircut. Right. A month ago. Right. Ain't nobody say nothing there. We ain't had no curfew then. Right. Police didn't do anything. That's why I don't understand. They don't do anything when it comes to them. And I just don't get that. But when it comes to <laughs> us, it's a huge problem. And I don't get that. Oh, they're a threat. Like, I don't understand that. They was just rioting for, like you said, great clips mm-hmm. to be able to go and be served and everything. They want to take Jamie to the park. A month ago, they want to take Jamie to the park. But when we go, when we rioting about stuff that's been happening to our people, that people are getting killed for no reason, it's a it's a huge problem. Like, I will wow. say that the white people I've encountered have been nicer though, like because I'm a server, so yeah. like every white customer, like white party that I get, yeah. they have tipped me a decent amount, yeah, like a decent mm-hmm. amount, and like they're they're one of my friends, she had um, she had a white couple. And they tipped her like seventy five, not seventy five. Well, seventy five percent of her bit, like the bill. Yeah. And it's just like, what's going yeah, on? I like this vibe. I like this. Yeah. Y'all being nice. Because they being more like, understanding. They starting to see yeah, that. Yeah, more like, people start understand, uh, starting to see it. But but it's but I also again, don't like companies they they eat on it. They, they just eat right. of it. They know they because most of the consumers are black, so they like let me just eat this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like some companies, I can say they they really sincere, but some companies, I feel like they just feel like let me stop on the bandwagon. Right, let me follow the way. Yeah. Some people just trying too hard as well. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just it's a lot of people that are trying too hard. Right. It's just like, okay, we get it, but like what you're doing isn't the way to go about it. Like just right. people over extenuating themselves to make themselves look cool and all of that. It's just like, okay, like what are we supposed to do with this? We're, I don't know. I, oh I really see like donations are cool and all that. But I really see like more celebrities in the field. Literally, yeah. like, especially with their yeah, platform. Yeah, like give you like give them money, cool. Like I respect the thousands you got, whatever. But be in the field with us. Yeah, like, go out there, protest right. with us. Like that'd right. be that. I, I feel like that's more celebrity powerful. culture just needs to be dwindled yeah. down. Yeah, I feel like that's more powerful. Just giving to give them money because you can easily you just stay at your crib. Hey, let me give them right. hands. I'm still gonna live my life, whatever. Exactly. Like that one million dollars like, did not hurt your pocket. Like, you cool. Like, but it did not I'm, hurt I'm your pocket. I'm still kind of confused. Like when they do fund, like how is that helping social injustice? Like how? Like what are some programs? What like what are they doing? Is they like I, funding like the fees for the families or like? I think I think it's like they're funding programs. They're funding. Like you as said, far the as family. Educate, like yeah, educate, yeah, they're fun. It's more so funding programs that give more people resources to look at and help people better understand. Okay, this is what's happening, and you know, give them more opportunity to be able to contribute if they don't know how or if they're not comfortable with being on the front lines. Because some people aren't protesting because they got kids at home. Right. And obviously coronavirus. Right. But like you know, like I haven't I haven't been down to the protest personally. I wanted to go, but like 
after I seen what they were doing to people, I'm like, I I can't, can't afford, afford that yeah. right now. Like, I got stuff to lose. Well, so when it, I feel like people have to take that into account. When you got stuff to lose, you're not going to put yourself right. in a position. Like, if you go in the daytime, you're fine. Yeah, like, right. it's not. But me, yeah. if I'm going out there, I'm going out there. I'm yeah, not yeah. I'm not going to just go for two right. hours. I'm, I'm going, I'm I'm going to be there. And <laughs> right. it's just like, with me being there, I'm putting myself at risk. Right. Because I had a friend that was caught in when they had all the people detained at the yeah. justice center yeah. with no water, wow. no bathroom, no shelter, no nothing. Yeah. Like, and I didn't talk to them until like six o'clock the next day when they finally got out. Yeah. So they was there from eight o'clock, nine o'clock that previous night to six o'clock. Wow. In the hot weather. Did they get charged, charged, or? That's, no. It's crazy. Like you just making them suffer for no reason. Crazy. Wow. And so, and so many people can, I think so many people can use their voices in many ways though. Like exactly. you can donate money, you can sign petitions, you can email different police departments right. and telling them that they need to change. You know, there's so many ways that you can use your voice without going out there and protesting. And then there's also a thing on YouTube. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's like a Black Lives Matter like thread and mm-hmm. basically you just play it in the background you can watch it on your tv you can watch it on whatever but right. as it plays it donates money to right. x y and z yeah, all right. that's all you gotta do right because i didn't like i'm gonna be realistic with, you, with y'all last week when we had the black when you post a black picture oh, the, the black picture yeah. yeah black i yeah. hated that because i felt like that was so lazy to it be was yeah. it, it was so of, lazy i'm seeing people it's a scapegoat for a lot of big, bigger companies i say right. locals Facts. i don't know right. i didn't really mind it but like right. bigger companies like that's why it was a scapegoat for a lot of them because i'm i'm seeing so many mm-hmm. people that have not posted mm-hmm. anything to spread awareness about what's going on within the black community and they just magically, and they just magically post that and go on about their day yeah how's that supposed to help yeah you that's really didn't more do trendy. Anything. That's you, trendy. Now you just thinking like, it's following the trend, and that's what. And that's another thing. Like people think, like Black Lives Matters is a trend. Mm-hmm. Like people actually going to protest and they taking pictures. We've been saying this forever, right? They taking pictures. They getting arrested for a picture. Like it just, bro. Did if you gonna be out there, please literally. spread awareness. Help us. Like that's people going down there to make TikToks. Right, make TikToks to seem cool. Like, like are you delusional? Are you you think just us being killed is funny? Like, and that's how people think. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, another black person died today. Ha ha ha. Let me hit the wall. Right. Let, let me put on my <laughs> protest fit. Yeah, let me like, put on Like, it's people my... saying protest fits on right. TikTok. Like, that's why I had to get off TikTok because I'm like, y'all are that's racist. Why right. Like, y'all are racist. Right. And they said TikTok, they won't even let you, allow you to uh, post the hashtag they, Black Lives they Matter. They basically cleared it out. You couldn't post anything about George Floyd. You couldn't post wow. anything about Black Lives Matter. Mm. And after that, I was like, well, Cool. I'm gonna stay off of there for a while because that's not that's not because they tried to say that it was a glitch in their algorithm where it was like just taking out random words. Black Lives Matter is three words. George right. Floyd is a name. Right. How's that mess up the algorithm? Like it's the talking hashtag. about words like high <laughs> right. and love and this. Hmm? Right. A whole three word, three syllable. What? Right. What do you yeah. mean? That's not. How do you feel about the uh, Starbucks? They say you can't wear like Black Lives Matter, like mask or imperial or I, anything. Right. I, I already don't like Starbucks. And I used to work there, <laughs> yeah. and I think it's overpriced and it's not good. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I think it's not fair, but I also understand as a company, like 
why I don't I don't understand it. I won't say I understand it, but like from a business aspect on their end, I yeah. get why they did it because they don't want any if if there was someone who didn't feel that Black Lives Mattered, if there was someone who didn't see sh- everything that the the way like they didn't see the situation how everybody else is seeing it, that comes back on them. Right. And then they got to do X, Y, and Z and defend themselves and all of that. So it's just like, okay, well, let me just... And let's be honest, it, it's Starbucks. But then, yeah. they, them they, come to, but then them, they celebrate pride, though. Yeah. Right, right. I don't think... I don't support it. I think it's malarkey. Yeah. But it's just like, if you're thinking about their clientele and all of that, it would cause more friction it will so for that aspect of it okay i still think it's not Man, fair I, yeah I, I, don't, I don't agree with it, but i do understand because from like a consumer aspect yeah like with the rosary verse they had you know people just wearing maga hats or whatever right so you white lives matter like right. it's no <laughs> that it's, it's, it's kind of like hard with companies on them like it's like, it, it, I, mean, I feel like it's more about the owner, too, like, what they believe in. Yeah. A lot of companies, they do come out and say, like, Black Lives Matter and blah, blah, blah. And they stick with it. Like, same with Starbucks. They stuck with the Black Lives Matter. They came out, made a statement about Black Lives Matter, then return and then come back with this statement. Right. And it's like... You reneged on what like, you, what's you really your foundation. Or you don't. So, right. Like, I don't know. Because it's like, I have a... I can't breathe mask, and I wanted to wear it into work. But I'm like... Okay. I be kind of feeling weird wearing my black own mask at right, work. But right. I work at non-profit, so not to saying they don't want to recruit right. it. So but like, it's just like, for me, being a server and all that, I'm that could go any which kind yeah, of way. Yeah. So it's just like, I want to wear it. I want I want to wear it every day. Like, you see, you, yeah. But it's just like, mm, I also have to be cautious of my surroundings, yeah. especially where I work Cause at. Because if companies pull right we all be here furious yeah, right so, exactly yeah. exactly so it's just like it, and I think that's it's the censorship <laughs> in companies mm-hmm. like it's like we understand and they know they're gonna get heat for it but as on a business aspect you have to think like that right. yeah. and it's unfortunate and it's it's it sucks but it's just like they knew they was gonna take that hit but right as a business yeah what what can you do yeah it's like either you do or you do or you don't and you don't. It's, right. You're not gonna win either way. Yeah. You can't make everybody happy. But Starbucks ain't good. That's my last try with Starbucks. That's my last first. I'm cool. A couple incident like years ago with the two yep, two black, the black men. men that got yeah. kicked out. Mm-hmm. Y'all can have a frappuccino. I'm cool. I <laughs> my water. I go straight to Dunkin'. Yeah. I don't even drink <laughs> coffee. Like, I go I don't get some water. Drink. I'm cool, man. <laughs> but how should people? Um, how should you know? And colorism in situations like this in the black community, how should, you know, mixed people or, you know, light-skinned people or dark-skinned people where, you know, situations like this is getting kind of tricky? How should they go on about this? You have to know your privilege. At the end of the day, we all black. Yeah. And with the other side see us, they going to see us as black regardless. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Tension with us, our community just... It doesn't make yeah. sense. It doesn't make sense. But it, again, goes back to slavery. Yeah. Because you had the brown paper bag test. I would have been a field slave. My sisters, they in the house. Yeah. So right. it's like, it all goes back to that at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, you also have to know your privilege. Yes, we are all black, but lighter skinned black people yeah, have. I be catching a bigger... myself sometimes, like, yeah, I talk to this uh, light skinned girl. I'm like, bro, why did I, <laughs> why did I say that? Yeah, it, it's why like it establishes some some right. type of hubris in in people, and it's just right. like. I, 
I never understood it, and I don't know if it's because I'm a dark-skinned black woman and I saw it. Like, dark-skinned women weren't fetishized until 2017 and up to now. That's true. I, I believe that. That's so, probably that so so it's just black like, like, girls are, back in the day, you was not talking to it. Like, capping. people was you not wanting to talk to those African booty scratchers. Yeah, you calling yeah, us burnt black whatevers, things. and it's just like, what? Like, yeah. I literally had people come up to me and say my sister was prettier because she's lighter. Wow. Wow. My sister is beautiful. She's a beautiful girl, but hold on. You're not going to disrespect me like that. Right. So it's just like, as a mixed person, you probably got racist family members. You you use your mm-hmm. you use your privilege to check them. Right. If you lose them, okay. Okay. That's fine. That's what it is. Right. You go out and you stand up and you still, use your voice. Yeah, Lighter skinned people have that same. They might. They, yeah, you ain't got no white family members or whatever, but you're going to be viewed and listened to more because you're appealing to the eye. Right. If I go out, okay, people might listen to me, but they're going to look at me as angry. Right. They're going to look at me as I'm mm-hmm. demanding something and I feel entitled because I'm this. Right. I'm going to get all that negativity. I'm going to get all that backlash. Right. Because I'm dark. And I don't I don't get it. Yeah. And I'm never going to get it because it, it happens with black men too. Like, except in, in, on that side with y'all, it's always the light-skinned men that get... But it's the same thing. Darker-skinned people in general are now fetishized. Right. So it's like, nowadays, you're going to be like, oh, well, that light-skinned young man, he's... Oh, I don't like light-skinned men, da da But like, okay, no, y'all wasn't feeling this way four years ago. Mm-hmm. No, you, three years ago. No, it's not. If you go to a job interview and you have the same credentials... The same credentials that, but that dark skinned boy got an off name because it's an ethnic name or it's a black name. Mm-hmm. They're gonna choose the lighter skinned male yeah. because he looked good. No. He's a, he's viewed as cleaner. He's viewed as this. He's viewed as that. And it's the same with women. I can have my name. It's it's literally like when black people, if you fill out a job application and you don't and you have a normal name or a common name, generalized name. You're going to be choosed over somebody named Dijonet, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just any type of queer, anything else that's too difficult yeah. to pronounce. Yeah. My name's going to get chosen first. However, if it's me and another girl with the same name, they're going to choose her because she's she's the vision. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be what they're wanting. And just it, it's just like, that's another thing that we have to work on in our community. Because... Just because, and like I've been seeing a lot more tweets recently, and I don't, I'm like, this is not the time for this, you guys. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> but like, you know, <laughs> just saying, like, oh, the light skinned girls, oh, every time I said something, a dark skinned girl did this, this, and this, and it's like, why are you saying this right now? I'm like, ma'am, as a dark skinned woman, I can tell you it's because y'all think y'all are better than us. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know mm-hmm. why it's that. I don't know what it is. It's just like, because my parents are guilty of it too, but. As as darker skinned people, you you there's a bias. Like my dad, my dad is guilty of it, and I've had to check him about it because I'm like, bro, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Like, I look, I look just like you. Like, you lighter than me, but not by much. Like, I look just like you. Like, my dad's probably your cup, like slightly lighter than you. Wow. That's so like, crazy. it's not like we that far off, yeah. but like. My dad would always make a comment that my sister would be his little model. Wow, my sister's wow. the pretty, like, she's so pretty. She's so this, this. I'm going to be his lawyer. What? I'm going to do that. I'm like, hold on. 
watch out. Right. <laughs> huh? Yeah. What? And I have a biracial mother, so it's mm-hmm. people walking up to my mom. That's your daughter? Really? Looking all disgusted. And I'm wow. like, I'm I'm right here. Yeah. I'm right here. Hello. Like, and I'm both of my parents' darkest child. So it's just like mm-hmm. you get that by like my dad would always call me black something. Made an emphasis to say that I am darker. And it's just like why? Uh, why? That hold a lot a lot of trauma too. Yeah. Exactly. That, and like, that's and that's why like and that's why darker skinned girls are always viewed as angry because you y'all not about to sit here and talk about us all of our lives and then expect us to just be okay with yeah, it right a lot of us have self-esteem issues a lot of it that's why a lot of us don't speak out when things happen to us and things like that but it's just like when we have a voice it's automatically oh well don't listen to her she just mad she a hater she this she that so our platform it's it's harder to use it's harder to use than whether like say a light-skinned girl says something about it it's just like oh yeah i'm I'm gonna eat this up (laughs) it's just like huh what like yes we're all black and i i don't i hate colorism it's so stupid like whatever but it's real and i've been a victim of it and we have to acknowledge it like it has to be fixed we we have to understand that we are all black yeah we just we had to stop dividing each other exactly you gotta if you got a chocolate baby and you got a manila baby you can't keep telling that manila baby that she's prettier than your chocolate baby exactly your sons too right you can't you can't do that because it it when you when you're fed that your self-esteem is lower so you don't feel like you can do as much as someone else you right. don't feel like you got that much power yeah. you don't feel like you can tackle these things because you was put down on your life well nah no you're not gonna do this you're not gonna do that you're not gonna be listened mm-hmm. to and it's just like we have to we have to be the generation to start eliminating it yeah because there is there is a hubris with lighter tone people with mixed people like I have like I work with someone who is her parents are both black but they're biracial but she's black. Yeah. But she was like, I want to be with a light guy, a foreign guy, so my baby can have good hair. I hate that. Well, I hate that. I hate, people, I, I hate when people. Say I looked at I looked at her. I'm like, you, 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 <laughs> you are serious. Yeah. They be are so you serious? serious? They be so serious. And it was just like, ma'am, you can be mixed and have four C hair. Right. Mm-hmm. I have like three A four like three C four A hair. So that's good hair. But yeah. all hair is good hair. Just because you got kinky coily hair don't mean your hair ain't longer than mine. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like we have to stop doing things like that. It's just like check your privilege. Check See, what I you are able to yeah. yes. 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 Right. yes. Like you have to look at that and acknowledge it and realize you are no, we this has to be addressed. This has to be fixed. That's true, that's true. And it's just no. And we gonna end it on that note, man. So I she thank y'all. Spit. Yeah, she was spitting. <laughs> that's why I had to get her on this episode, man. Cause Bree, she come with it. Like always. But man, I thank y'all for hopping on this episode, man. For sure. And really speaking how y'all feel about what's going on in the world. So thank you. Like 
I'm going to shout you out again. That's Bree that was talking as well, man. Shout out to so, you. Yeah, shout out. What's your, what's oh, your Twitter at? Oh, man? so if you want to follow me on Twitter, I became a big girl and upgraded it. So <laughs> <laughs> my ad name is now MichaelB underscore. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Wheeler underscore. And if you want to be my friend on Facebook, it's Brianna Wheeler. But, and I say that just because if anybody needs help finding, you know, therapy, a counselor, a doctor, don't, or you just need to talk, please reach out to me. Please reach out to me. I will help you. I will provide you with the resources I have. If you need to figure out how to cope with your mental illness, I got resources for that too. So please don't be a stranger. Don't feel like you don't have anybody because homegirl always here. So yeah, you know. And you too, uh, TK as well? Uh, Twitter, you can follow me at TK4 underscore era, E-R-A. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Tyler King dot underscore um that's pretty much it for real all the socials i be on um follow me check out my podcast too the link was in the the link will be in the bio if you follow me man and just like Bree said man i'm also here to help as well if anybody just need to talk about anything please reach out because i don't want anybody getting hurt you know hurting themselves or feeling like they can't talk to anybody about what's going on in the world or their own self-problems. Like, I'm always here to help. And you know what? I'm just going to say this, man. Just with this episode, continue to let your voices be heard, whether that is signing petitions, donating money, educating, or emailing different police departments about reforming their policies so unlawful killings of African-Americans can stop, please. Like, your voice matters, and it can definitely make a change. You know, everybody say it's the strength is in numbers. And also, please, please, don't try to be a judge and expect every black person to post about the current climate as well. Don't. Everybody deals with trauma differently. Some people need to take those breaks from social media because all the trauma that is being processed, and that is perfectly okay, for real. Just focus on making sure you're doing your part with changing this world. But last but not least, stay positive, please. I want everybody to stay positive, stay focused, stay consistent, and stay driven towards accomplishing all your personal goals in your life. You are gifted and you're a viable person to this world. You will beat the odds and become successful. All black lives matter. I'm going to say this again. All black lives matter. And that's free game. Period.